This is Leave Your Mark. I'm Vince Cortez, and today's guest is Eva Cartman. She's 13-year-old host of Dream Big Podcast, a top-ranked kids and family podcast in iTunes with over 3 million downloads. Eva's currently published over 340 interviews and solo episodes combined. Her mission is to inspire kids and adults to pursue their passions in life and take actions to make their dreams a reality. To that end, Eva has interviewed world-class performers who do what they love and live their dreams each and every day. And those past guests include Kobe Bryant, Mel Robbins, Simon Sinek, General Stanley McChrystal, Ivana Lynch, and Jocko Willink. Eva, thank you for being my guest here today. Well, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. It's an honor. Hi there, and welcome. Now it's time for America's favorite podcast. Leave your mark with your host, Vince Cortez. If it's pop, loose fit it. It's Cortez. If freezing chub is in it, it's Cortez. Leave your mark. It's about inspiring the world, one guess at a time. Pass the word from Brooklyn to Pittsburgh, from urban to suburb. It's Cortez. You heard? And here is our host, Vince Cortez. I love what you're doing. Um. I'm curious about how this all started because you're only 13 years old, right? Yeah, yeah. And so you've been doing this for seven years. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a moment, what, what your inspiration was. But you're born and raised in Los Angeles. Yes. That um, is. Yeah. Mom and dad, Olga and Alex, are both entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, sister Sophia, who's now a co-host. Yeah, she's your younger sister. Now she's seven. So you brought her in at seven. Yeah, she you know, she wanted to uh, start talking and speaking. And we sort of all decided as a family that the best way to do that is just to bring her into the podcast. We thought it'd be fun. Well, share with me a little bit. I mean, you your childhood was full of cultivating this podcast. So what was what was it like when you remember pre podcast? Yeah, well, before the podcast, um, we we sort of we sort of just I remember we lived before in Los Angeles in the city, and then we had moved to the Valley of Los Angeles. And I remember pre podcast, it was sort of just school and friends. I was pretty young, so I but I remember a lot of support and encouragement before the podcast um with every anything that i wanted to do i played soccer and i did a lot of sports so now, you're seven years old when you do this that's uh second grade first grade first grade i believe yeah okay so you're pretty computer savvy already you know yeah. so the idea of taking on the technical side of how to produce a podcast and record it and, and edit and publish um, for first grader, that would sound like that's pretty overwhelming. So what what were you, what were you doing in that line? Well, my parents helped me a ton. My dad uh, helped me more in the technical side. He would help publish the episodes and bring guests onto the show. And then my mom would help me with speaking and starting the interviews. Well, I mean, you're like a seasoned pro. I, I, I'm very impressed. I like your work. So 
that being the case, so were you prepared then right out of the first grade and you were going to jump right into a podcast or like, did you have an online experience? Let me on social media or something of the sort and search engines that it, it sparked the idea. Where did the idea of doing a podcast come from? Well, a lot, most of the idea came from car rides to school. My school was about I'd say 30 minutes away. And then with traffic, it could even get to like 30, 45 minutes. So a lot of the times my parents being entrepreneurs would listen to a bunch of podcasts themselves about like personal development and media and a bunch of like growth stuff. So I would often have to sit in the car and listen to these podcasts, which I didn't really find interesting myself <laughs> being being seven years old. And I remember I was asking my dad on the way to school one day, are there any podcasts for kids? And I remember we did some research on that uh, later in the week or whatever over the next couple months. And no, there really weren't. So my parents asked me if I wanted to start my own podcast and it really, it really helped me get out of like my own bubble because I wasn't a great speaker and I was pretty shy. So it helped me a lot. Now, that being the case, so you're going to do a, a podcast and your child, um, how do you come up with the theme or the name of Dream Big? I think a lot of it was me, you know, being, being a little kid and wanting wanting everything, wanting to accomplish everything in my life. It sort of came from that, just dreaming big and uh, accomplishing my goals. So, so you're, you're obviously very curious, you know, and you, you have a great imagination. So being that now you're going to start this, you're going to have to create content. So what are your influences to the types of questions and the kind of interviews you're going to get? Yeah, I think a lot of it was just figuring out who would actually let a kid interview them <laughs> to start. And so uh, we had to find people who I was interested in, first of all. And I think at the time that was um, like people to do with like sports or dance or I think I think at the time I really loved dogs. So my first interview, I believe, was actually with uh, a dog trainer. And the questions sort of came from there for how basically it's sort of hard to explain. But based off of the person, I would come up with questions with my parents on what I was interested in learning from them. This is awesome. Connect with us on LinkedIn. Be our friend on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You are listening to Vince Cortez. We just want you to leave your mark. Now, you do have some adult guests on here. So like with Mel Robbins and somebody like Mark Cuban or Lewis Howes, uh, Simon Sinek. How are you attracting these types of people? Uh, they're similar in their dream big and they're living their dream. Is that how you chose them or how did you decide to bring them on? Well, for a lot of them, it was mostly um, I would I had learned about them before. So after I started interviewing people, people like that, like Mark Cuban, my parents introduced me to the show Shark Tank. 
and which I absolutely loved. It was so much fun seeing other people uh, achieve their dreams and goals through getting deals that would ultimately like change their lives. And I remember seeing Mark Cuban on the show and thinking, wow, seeing an incredible person like that live out their dream, I would love to interview him. So we reached out to him and he said yes. And now most people, a lot, a lot of people say, say no, people like that, they're too busy. They have, you know, they're, they're people who have other things going on in their lives. And a lot of time being interviewed by a kid obviously isn't the most important like thing or they can't take it seriously, I'd say. So, mm-hmm. um, cause it seems sort of, it seems sort of weird having a kid interview someone like that. So I think when getting those types of people on my podcast, it was sort of like a hit or miss and trying to explain to them why I would want them on the podcast. This is awesome. So it's, it's exciting from the standpoint that you're completely fearless. Like you, you're, you're acting on an intuitive inside of you and the part of the world that's attracting you and you're going for it. So, I mean, it it couldn't be any more inspiring. So I think those that have uh, some sense to them, it doesn't matter what your age is, the content of what you bring and how you present it is going to be more than they'll, they'll imagine it's, it's, you do really nice work. So let me ask you now. So you're a veteran of podcasting of, of six years. So what has changed since the beginning of all this and these ideas? Now you're becoming a savvy interviewer, you know, and these people are going to, you're going to be beating them back. Tell them, I I, I don't have enough time to get you on my schedule. You know, (laughs) this is about the flip for you. Yeah. Well, Vince, I think at the beginning it was sort of just for me and why me getting out of my comfort zone and speaking and then as the podcast grew and I realized that it actually it was helping other people and not just me I think that really changed my entire perspective on it and I wanted to put out content that would try to help people as much as possible so going from back when I first started interviewing to now now I think I'm trying to gear my questions and the people I interview more so that everybody can relate in your line of work as a podcast interviewer who are some of your bigger influences as podcast hosts um i think a lot of it would honestly be i i love i love listening to all sorts of podcasts i love listening to a lot of kids podcasts especially uh i a couple years ago i started getting into a bunch of podcast for kids just telling stories and that really helped me with learning on what people want to hear and how to interact on my shows if if that sort of makes sense and then also I really started getting into a lot of interviews like homesteading and farming I started listening to a lot of people who do that sort of stuff. And I started listening to those interviews, but a lot of it was just me learning along the way. As I said, Shark Tank was actually a big part of it because I learned how to interact with people and how to respond to people's ideas. So that was- You have a full, um, you do a blog also. So you have a blog and a podcast. Now was the podcast first or was the blog first? 
the podcast was first because I started the blog off of the podcast and about things that I was learning on the podcast. If you are listening from Australia, Florida, or just from around the corner. From East Coast to West Coast outlets, if you're not to the dirty South straight, make a left and body Contact us. Leave your mark with your host, Vince Cortez. Okay, now your little sister, Sophia, is in. Um, share with me when you decided to bring her in and, and what role does she play? So my sister first started out as in the intros of the podcast as telling jokes and she would sort of come in after during my interviews and solo episodes and like tell jokes and stuff just to sort of get her used to the mic and stuff. And then later on when I decided that I was going to take a small break from the podcast, she started getting into solo episodes and that's what we're doing now except now i'm hoping to get back into interviews so okay um so what new ideas do you have for the podcast mostly for the podcast i just sort of want to bring back interviews and we plan to reach a lot of kids with our dream big academy which is education on like personal development mindset and growth and it's for kids and I think it'll be really inspiring because it's for kids and by a kid. So we're yeah. going to want more information on that at the end. What is your most favorite part about what it is you do? I think it has to be hearing how I have impacted other people because I just after doing the interview, sometimes I feel like I am tired from it. even the days that I'm like tired and I'm or I'm sick or anything. I always remember I'm doing this not only for myself, I'm doing it for other people. So I love just getting feedback and hearing how I've helped other people in their daily lives with speaking or mindset or like bullying or anything. So this is fantastic. So now with the many guests and as many episodes of you have, do you have a other than your own personal criteria, how you find guests? Or is it people that just stick out to you? And then you're attracted to them and you you go and, and seek their interview? Yeah, it's it's mostly it's mostly that um, a lot of times it's also uh, people who Sometimes I'll have listeners ask me if I can interview certain people and then I'll go and see who they are and I can like see if I want to have them on the podcast. Yeah, it's mostly it's mostly people who stick out to me or references from listeners or friends and family. So I love it. This is exciting to see what it is you're going to be doing next and and warming the uh, the podcast back up again. So when you talk about different, do you have any specific topics that you like to talk about more than others? I think all topics that I talk about are, they all relate to each other in some way, but my most favorite topic to talk talk about is taking action. And that is so listeners and big dreamers can reach their goals ultimately and do what they love. I like it. Execution. That's when it happens. Yeah. Okay. Now we've arrived at the point in our interview. How would you like to leave your mark? I think I'd like to be remembered as someone who made like a positive impact on the world 
And I want to be remembered as someone who helped others do the same and helped others leave their mark. I want to, I think I want to leave my mark by using my talent of speaking to help make differences in other people's lives. So that is how I want to leave my mark. Eva, you're fantastic. I love it. You have a very bright future. Uh, Just one last thing before you go, you kind of got two careers going on here as a student on one end, and you're a professional podcaster. So um, you're going to have some different decisions when it comes time for graduation in a few years. So we're definitely going to want to watch you and keep in touch with you and see what you do because I mean you've hit the ground running you come out in the first grade with a podcast it's like hard to imagine and, and what you've done with it and the person that you're turning into is very inspiring so I want to thank you for being our guest here today thank you so much this was so much fun thanks for listening to leave your mark today tune into our next episode of leave your mark with Vince Cortez be blessed. You just left your mark. Thanks for listening. listening. Listen to more episodes on demand. Just click leave your mark with Vince Cortez.